0: Good evening, beautiful people. It's your girl Bayina back again for another Tuesday evening. We are here today at the podcast, going to be giving you some uh insight and information on some uh some health topics that we have going on today today's topic. Is is your diet affecting your sex life? Mm, how's that going? So we're gonna dive right into it. Um, I have a lot of information to share with you guys, and I just want to kind of compartmentalize it and share it, so to make sure that you can get it all. And um, you know, questions and and uh, comments are always welcome. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So oftentimes, um, you know, there are uh, people who have issues, men and women who have issues with, um, you know, being satisfied sexually. Um, There's an estimated 10 to 15 million men in America who suffer from erectile dysfunction. That is an astounding number. Now, um, of those of those uh, 10 to 15 million, 15 to 25 percent are age 65 and older. So that means the other 75% of those men are younger guys um under 65, under 50, under 40. So you know, there is there's clearly a problem here. Um guys in their 40s if you're not if you haven't you know had some kind of crazy surgery or on medication or having a serious illness or anything like that typically this should not be a problem however it is sometimes and that's okay it's natural um you know everything doesn't function right all the time that's just the nature of our bodies we have to keep a balance on things um so let's go ahead and talk about how we can help with that balance um So erectile dysfunction, uh, or, you know, they like to call it impotence. And for some reason, there's a lot of negative cognition associated with the word impotence. So we'll just use the word erectile uh, dysfunction for the sake of this episode. Um, It's defined as the inability to achieve and maintain an erection long enough to have a um, long enough to have several satisfactory sexual intercourse. So leave it in a woman's hands. That could mean anything. <laughs> that could mean a lot of different things. We would be calling every a lot of people impotent if that is the case or having sexual dysfunction. But that is the scientific definition of it. And, um, you know, we're going to stick to that. Hey, I, I didn't write this. You know what I'm saying? I just I looked it up. Hey, that's what the doctors say. So the most common cause for, um, for men who suffer from erectile dysfunction are clogged arteries that are in the penis because they cause skin. the most common cause for men who suffer from erectile dysfunction are clogged arteries in the penis. And these clogs are uh, the clogged arteries are caused by buildup of cholesterol and fatty deposits inside the artery walls. Um, other causes can be like stress, depression, anger, fatigue, and performance anxiety and stuff like that. There are also, um, medical causes like diabetes, uh, thyroid problems, stroke, heart disease, uh, multiple sclerosis, um, medications can cause erectile dysfunction, uh, or problems with, uh, with, our you know, keeping an erection, blood pressure medications, um, antidepressants, antihistamines. That's what I'm looking for is the word. I use those a lot when I have allergies, but, um, well, I've cut down a lot anyways. Um, tranquilizers. So the recommendation, um, is if there is a persistent problem for 90 days or more. And I think I, when I, when I initially saw this, um, you know, it was written, this is written from a doctor. So it's 90 days or more than you'd see a doctor if, you know, if the problem persists past 90 days. If it's under 90 days, then it can be chalked up to something that was a little more temporary. Um, but yeah, those are some of the causes of uh, erectile dysfunction. And, you know, it happens, you know, um, Typically, a healthy sex life depends on a having or keeping a healthy sex, healthy sex life depends on good nutrition, nerve function, um, healthy hormone levels and um, unobstructed blood flow to the blood flow to the reproductive organs. So that's why, you know, with men, especially the blood flow is so important when it becomes constricted is when the dysfunction occurs so um that's you know to kind of simplify it you want to just make sure that you're either taking supplements to make sure that, you know, your blood is circulating um, on regular levels and you also want to just kind of keep a good eye on your diet. Make sure you're not eating too many fatty foods. Fast foods, um, foods high in fat and um, cholesterol and glycerides clid- will increase the um, your ability to actually have these problems. So... Guys, you know, everybody thinks, you know, a guy can eat whatever and not gain weight and have burgers and, you know, eat ice cream and milkshakes and stuff like that. These foods as a lifestyle habit, it's not a good choice because you can run into things like erectile dysfunction. But, you know, on occasion or whatever or, you know, sparingly may not be such a bad thing if you're a super athletic guy. But you still want to be making sure that you are cleaning out um, toxins from your body. You are also, you know, if you're doing a cleanse every now and again, if you uh, if you do kind of give in to the crave of like burgers and fries and nachos and, you know, all kind of things, steaks, stuff that we that we shouldn't consume on a regular basis, then, you know, cleanse out and then jump back into normal good eating habits. But a lot of a lot of times we associate these things with a medical problem. If, um, you know, if a man or a woman is having an issue with either low libido, erectile dysfunction, or not being able to enjoy sex, you know, we'll associate this with a medical problem when really, and I say medical in the term of, um, having to be medicated. Not in the term of there actually just being a problem within the body. So that's what I mean when I I use the term medical. um, More so dealing with medication. But we do associate these things with medical issues and they're not usually. Very, very often they are because of the things that we eat. We are what we eat, guys. We are what we eat. And... The more we realize that and the more we come to grips with that and the more we're able to grasp and understand exactly what we're putting into our body and what we're going to get out of our body from doing that, then it'll be a lot easier for us to be able to maintain, to want to maintain a healthy lifestyle and a healthy way of eating. Um, There's just no really no other way to put it, but. It's the food, (laughs) You know, I I can't I can't I can't simplify it any more than that. It is the food. Is it, we are what we eat, and if we're eating junk, uh, we're gonna get junk from our body. Our body is gonna be like, no, I'm not doing it, cause I can't no more. So, um, the first thing that and I've seen this kind of across the board. Any time someone is having, um, someone is having issues with either getting interested or staying involved in sexual activity, then it's, you know, doctors have said many, many times, the diet, the diet, the diet, the diet. And it rings very true. I've seen it from medical doctors. I've seen it from holistic doctors across the board. It has been the same diagnosis very, very often. Now, a medical doctor will um, most likely give you a prescription, of some type or they may just tell you hey you need to get more exercise you know I've seen that as well so your diet and your exercise if your heart's not beating then you're not getting enough blood flow and there's if your heart is uh sitting if your body is sitting sedentary your heart is not beating uh you know not getting a good pump every day most often more often than not there are some clogged arteries there there just are uh, one thing just goes with the next you know, because you're not moving the food, whatever food, it doesn't matter what you put in your mouth. It's not being digested properly. You, you got to move. It's just it's that simple. Um, so uh, those are some of the causes of uh, erectile dysfunction. So this is for guys, of course, some of the fixes. Um. Garlic has been known to Uh, to assist with uh, dysfunction garlic has a ingredient called and I'm gonna mess this up y'all allicin I think it's called allicin allicin a-l-l-i-c-i-n and this ingredient stimulates blood flow to the sexual organs in both females and males so this can you know garlic is known for a lot of different things. Usually it's um you know it's great for uh it has great antibiotic characteristics. It also will help with um and zinc. Here we go with zinc again. Zinc is tied to sexual function. Now, um there's a lot to say for zinc because without enough zinc, sexual development in children is delayed and for men um if men have uh, a low amount of zinc in the body, then they can't produce sperm. Um, so here we go again. There's you guys. I'm gonna repeat quite a few vitamins um, on a regular basis. Zinc is one of them because zinc is kind of like an underlying um, cure-all that's kind of used for a lot of different things, and we just don't uh, we don't give it enough credit. It's just kind of overlooked, but it's definitely needed. Um, it's one of the most nu- important nutrients overall for sexual health. It has uh, antibacterial properties. It's uh, antiviral. Um, you'll also want to pair with it or take, in addition, vitamin C and E. They're recommended as well in uh, helping to aid against erectile dysfunction. So in rare cases, um, and this is only in rare cases, uh, in an enlar- having an enlarged prostate can uh, cause impotence or erectile dysfunction. So if you are having uh, trouble with your prostate gland then and you're also having trouble with erectile dysfunction, this could be the cause because um, sometimes it does have that effect on some gentlemen. So... Uh, that is a, definitely a cause for it. But there are great fixes for erectile dysfunction, and they're easy. Like I said, one of them, clean up your diet. Stop eating a lot of fatty foods. The next, get some exercise. Uh, go for a run every day, you know, or if you don't like running, go for a swim uh, or ride a bike if you don't really want, you know. It doesn't have to be anything extreme, but get your heart pumping, get your blood flowing. Um, and that's going to actually alleviate a lot of different things. And it only takes about 30 minutes of aerobic exercise per day, just several days a week. You want to do at least five days a week if you're only doing 30 minutes. Um, And this will also, you know, it improves your heart health, which will improve your circulation, which will improve your erectile dysfunction. So those are the first two most basic, easy way to alleviate this issue. Um, There are some things that you can take. There are some herbs that are recommended. Um... The first one, ginseng. Ginseng tops the list of herbs used for uh, to restore vitality, to boost energy, to reduce fatigue, to improve physical performance overall, and it does protect the body from the negative effects of stress, and stress as we know can cause a lot of bodily harm, and it does affect even if you do not have clogged arteries in the um, um, in your uh, glands around your uh, penis, then stress can be the killer. You know, so to de stress, get exercise, take some ginseng. It can help to guard against having a stressful day or um, just the eff- the negative effects of stress taking it out on your body. 500 milligrams daily is the recommendation and recommended dose. Um, Some doctors say it depends on the strand if you get the red um, Chinese ginseng or if it's a different strand. It may differ a little bit, but um, generally about 500 milligrams a day should do the job. So there's also ginkgo. And, you know, um, I know a lot of people may have heard of like ginkgo biloba and it's being used a lot to improve memory, but it also increases it it increases the blood flow in the body. And um, that does include around the prostate and the reproductive organs and men. So if you're um, if you rather just take ginkgo instead of ginseng, then you can take ginkgo and you just need anywhere. So the the recommended dosage for ginkgo is a little bit different. Because it's anywhere from 60 to 240 milligrams. So that's a large gap. You'll want to find your comfort zone in between there. It usually takes about, um, a lot of people have seen results in as little as six to eight weeks um, to where the problem is actually alleviated entirely. Or there is just great improvement to where you're, you know, working toward alleviating that problem. So it, it, it is, there are, you know, cure-alls as well. There's also, um, I might mess this one up too, you guys, because I am bad with pronunciation with stuff. Um, there's also yohembi, which is a bark off, in, uh, off a West African um, tree. And um, that's used to boost sex drive, the sex drive, period. So it's said that um, it boosts blood flow to the penis and makes it possible for um, for the situation, for basically to get, and a good erection. So it's, it's known to be in a drug form or you can get it in the natural form. It is, um, sold. You can get it through prescription. There is like a natural, um, a natural, uh, prescription for it, which is kind of weird, but, um, it does exist. So you can ask your, your doctor about your hembine is what they call it for the prescription. So, you can ask your doctor about that. You can get the prescription. It is natural, so you can take it and not have to have a lot of worries. There are some side effects, side effects with both the natural one and the prescription, but they're not really major. Um, I actually read a study on it that was done by uh, Dr. Ian Byer, ND. He's a naturopathic doctor. at the uh, He did a study at the Institute for um, Advancement of Natural Medicine. In Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire. And, um, you know, he kind of went over the side effects. Uh, he, he did explain some of them. I, you know, I don't remember exactly what he said, but they were not severe. They weren't like major side effects and everything. They were uh, stuff like, oh, you know, sweating or... um um, he did, It does increase the blood flow. So if you are on um, blood pressure medicine or something like that, if you have high blood pressure, it's not recommended that you take the yohimbine. And it's recommended by it's prescribed by a doctor. So your doctor will go over that information with you. But you can get the yohimbine herb, or you can take the yohimbine prescription issued through a doctor, and that's helpful as well. Another um, agent will be horsetail which is an anti-inflammatory. Um, it has properties that can shrink the prostate gland to a normal size and increase the blood flow. So it helps, uh, especially if you are someone um, who has an enlarged prostate, horsetail is going to be a good agent that will assist you with um, you know, getting, getting relief from that. Okay. And that's, that's, I know we kind of sat on the guys for a minute, you know, fellas. Um, Sometimes it's, uh, we went over a lot of the women's things with my infertility, my fertility issue on uh, that episode. But we will cover some of the problems that women have with um, enjoyable sexual experiences when we come back. we're back thank you guys for being so patient uh welcome back you guys so we're going to go ahead and jump right into the women so for us ladies um sometimes we can suffer from things like low libido um vaginal dryness which can be a real issue it's very uncomfortable um it can you know just be a headache so vaginal dryness is caused by a decrease of estrogen in the body, which everybody knows is a hormone. So, these are this is another thing, this is another result of a hormone imbalance. And, um, we're going to go over some fixes, some of them I've already covered in previous episodes, but we're going to go over them again for the sake of this one. Excuse me. So, some of the causes for vaginal dryness can be, um, childbirth doggone kids i tell you to tear you up breastfeeding um radiation or chemotherapy anti-estrogen medications used to treat like uterine fibroids or endometriosis um sorgen's surgeons syndrome uh, y'all i tear that word up every time i'm sorry so <laughs> Um, It's an autoimmune disorder that can attack cells that produce moisture in the body. So any cells that produce moisture are going to be dried out. And that includes the cells found in the vagina. So um, having that disorder can can, uh, just cause the vaginal dryness. And yeah, that's a whole nother story. Allergy medications will do it to you. And like I said, antihistamines. Um, Antihistamines are not great for us we take them because we want instant allergy relief but they're not great for us as you can see um antidepressants douching also you know can cause vaginal dryness if you're doing it too often if you've used the wrong product um you got to be you got to be very careful with your yoni ladies um uh, you don't want to just kind of stick anything up in there and you know liquids and stuff there it's a self cleansing, um, unit. So you don't have to do all, you know, all the, uh, extras with it, but you do have to take great care of it. Um, so some of the fixes for low estrogen causing vaginal dryness will be trying to balance your hormones. There are, uh, there are really great oils out there that can assist with this and make it a lot more comfortable because it can be a very uncomfortable situation so there are yoni oils and they are a mixture of herbal oils um, and extracts that are uh, mixed together you can find them uh, i know goddess body has a great one um There are a lot of a lot of great companies online, but you'll want to consult one of the um, physicians or doctors or or people who run those companies who are very knowledgeable about those things. And um, those oils can restore and rebalance your body's natural production of estrogen because they balance your pH and they do balance other hormones um, in the body. So you can use those to eradicate that problem. Also, there are things you can eat, of course you can take um vitamin e um vitamin c you want to you might want to increase your vitamin c intake you'll also want to um other things that you can do are eat pineapples pineapples do help um papaya i find that a mixture of pineapple and papaya are really great for women's bodies so um, and it tastes really great, too, if you ever want to just throw it in a smoothie. It's amazing. So um, those are some things that you can do. There's also um, there is an over, over-the-counter gel called Refresh. Uh, that's a good one. It's uh, a lot of natural products in that. It's really gentle. Um, but you will want to cut out a lot of the fatty foods, sugary foods, um, white flowers and sugars and refined uh, sugars and foods. You'll want to cut those out if these are the symptoms that if you're experiencing vaginal dryness. It could be because of that. You'll also want to check what soap you're using. I will say this: you want to check what soap you're using, um, ladies. Doctor Bonner's Bronners. Yeah, Doctor Bronner's make r- really, really, really good soaps that are completely natural. If you're someone who um, gets infections normally, like on a on a on a consistent, you know, a, a more than normal basis, you'll want to use the one with eucalyptus. If you're someone who's suffering from dryness, you'll want to use the one that has rosehip or aloe in it. Um, so, Doctor Bronner's soaps are really good. Soaps can cause it. That is that is something that, you know, if you have a really sensitive system, your the soap that you use can completely throw off your pH and have your body doing all kind of crazy things. And it's just because of the soap. So be careful with that. But these uh, Bronner soaps are really great and natural. The oils, I highly recommend. I highly recommend a great yoni oil. Like I said, Goddess Body has a great one. Um, I'm all doing them a shout out and everything. They didn't even pay me. But... Um, <laughs> Uh that's one that I know of just right off the top of my dome. There are some others. Um there's a lot of other companies and I've seen them on Instagram is where I found them actually. So let's jump into low libido, ladies. Low libido can be caused by low testosterone. Um prescription drugs uh to also cause it. Um, too little or too much exercise can cause low libido, alcohol and drugs. Now alcohol and, and, uh, alcohol is also a culprit to erectile dysfunction. I actually, I forgot to mention that. So alcohol is not going to be anybody's friend. And, you know, some people think that, oh, you know, let me get drunk and, um, or <laughs> get wasted and get it on. It's, if you're having any issues, it's not going to work that way. It'll it'll be opposite. So, be careful with alcohol consumption. Um drug use, stress, depression, lack of sleep, hormone imbalances, these things all cause low libido. Stress, like I said, um can be a horrible culprit to a lot of things, so you'll want to find ways to de-stress, get you some exercise. Um find a happy place <laughs> I went over a whole segment of uh, my last episode you guys was on uh, self-care dealing a lot with stress so if you're suffering from stress or um, if you find yourself stressed out a little more than you feel comfortable take a listen to that episode it was actually um, based a lot on the effects of stress and how you can eradicate that so there's stress stress can lead to depression You know, stress can have an effect on your mental as well as your physical. So um, if you're depressed, of course, you know, you're down. You don't always want to get it on. So that can definitely lead to low libido. If you are suffering from depression, there are hotlines you can call. There are um, there are things you can do. You can indulge in like medication. I go over a lot of them in my self-care episode. Uh, There are a lot of things that you can do to kind of help with depression. And I do not recommend medicating yourself. Now, if you want to get some CBD oil or um, some Kava Kava or, um, you know, try to find some way to lift your mood, lift your spirits or um, just kind of work through it naturally, uh, you can definitely do that. I would not recommend medications because they... Um, those medications are usually neural medications and they affect different parts of your brain. And I'm sensitive to that. So I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I don't want anything playing with my brain. I'd like it all intact, please. Thank you. (laughs) But, um, yeah. Uh, so those are some things that you can do to alleviate low libido and, You guys, if you have noticed, kind of it's like a going trend throughout the episode um, as I went from one issue to the next. The root cause is lack of exercise and poor eating or drinking too much can um, lead to all of these things. So I have, you know, a lively sex life. Stay away from those things. Eat better. Get some some exercise. I mean... Your mate's only going to be more attracted to you anyway, especially if you're feeling better, you know, you're feeling lively, you know, that confidence is alluring. So don't don't be fooled. You know, ladies are very attracted to a confident guy as and vice versa. So, you know, get yourself out there moving around and um, eating better. You'll start to feel better just mentally physically everything you'll start to feel better and then if you need um, a little bit of extra help with anything there are herbs and vitamins that you can take Uh, there are oils that you can use Um, and that's for men and women there are oils you can use Um, another one for across the board is uh, black seed oil and I forgot to mention that black seed oil is like a cure-all for a lot of things but like for a lot of things but it does help with this Ladies, one thing I did forget to mention, if you are suffering from a hormone imbalance that's causing vaginal dryness, um, turmeric will be your friend. Not only does it balance, it help balance your hormones and your pH, it does help to alleviate vaginal dryness. Um, especially if you take it with some pineapple juice, you'll be great. Back on track in no time. Um, give it about a week. But... Yeah, those are some things that uh, just some little, you know, tricks and tools you can use. Everybody, I mean, the majority of us, you know, we have access to these things. So if you don't, um, you know, reach out, let me know. I can help. And um, if you do, you know, you can find most of these things in your grocery store um, or health food store or whatever the case may be. But they're definitely out there and easy. You can find it on Amazon, too tell you the truth and if you you know y'all know i'm an amazon shopper so i will get i will get my black seed oil off amazon and um if i need some turmeric and i don't feel like going to the store i'm ordering it at a whole foods it'll be delivered <laughs> go prime but yeah so you guys those are just some things i wanted to go over with you i hope you guys found this information useful and um you know, if anybody is suffering from any of these problems, and you're needing further counsel, drop me a line. Um, hit me on Instagram at Tour de Force, and on Instagram I'm at Tour T O U R underscore D three underscore Force F O R C E. Um, you can also catch me on Twitter. At um, Twitter's jacked me up. Twitter has me at force underscore tour and uh, you can email me at tour de forest podcast at gmail.com so any one of those ways you guys can drop me a line or if you are a member of anchor you can drop me a line on the uh, anchor voice note and just let me know what you thought Um, like I said I hope this information was useful I thank you so much for listening And um, you guys have a blessed week and an awesome, awesome day.